This has been Bug Out Square. Thanks for doing what you got to do to do. I hope, uh, I hope you have a good week. I will uh, talk to you next week. And remember, if uh, you can't be as good as you can, uh, try and get help from someone who can. All right. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves. Folks, it's Luke. Luke of America. I am at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, number five, number six. Enough of that mumbo number five. This is mumbo number six. Mumbo jumbo. E U A O O A O. To all my listeners who played Nintendo 64, you may recognize that as mumbo from Banjo Tooie and Banjo Kazooie. And he would talk like this A O E U A O O A E U A O. And then there's Banjo the bear, the main character. He would talk like and then there was Kazooie, the other main character. He was a bird. He would talk like. And then there was uh, the witch, the main, the main antagonist of the game. The final boss battle is the witch. I forget her name. It's like Grundle or something. She would go. And if you played this video game, you know I sound exactly like these characters. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Luke Moore coming at you live from Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. A free speech radio station, a free speech radio project. What's the slogan? You'll say something like that, Pam? A free speech radio mission? Okay. I thought we had like a slogan at Mutiny Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a festival going on in San Francisco. A comedy festival. We got some out-of-towners. We got some in-towners. We got some people from the town. We got people from the city, in the city. People from the town in the city. We got people from out of town in the city. We got people from different states in the city. We got different people in the city. 
And one of these people is a comedian from Portland, Oregon. And his name is Michael Phelps. Yeah. Hey, that's me. That's Michael Phelps. That's me. Get you some headphones on, Michael Phelps. How you doing, Michael? I'm good. I'm good. How are how are you all doing? We're great. Pam's Pam's the best. Pam she's, is the best. She's doing the best. Everyone give it up for Pam. Give it up for Pam. I hear the uproarious applause happening <laughs> in my head. Not in my headphones, but in my head. Pam, are are we are we cool after last night? Yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. It's just, it's indicative of the week that I was, you know, overlooked. It's fine. I have enough stage time. I didn't need to. And also, I probably wouldn't have wanted to perform when one of the audience members was playing chess. So that would probably have bothered me, and I might have had a little nervous breakdown about that. So maybe it was better that I didn't perform. So th what happened was Pam made an entire comedy festival and then showed up to one of the shows that I was hosting, and... I, th I think I told her sh that I'd get her get her on, get her some stage time, and then I ended the show without introducing her. So, and and then she she got mad at me. She got triggered because she felt invisible. I I like. Uh, she wasn't seen. We were talking about that yesterday. That's that's what millennials say: is I see you, I see you. That's the compliment. I feel seen. Yeah. That's a compliment these days. I see you. I see you. You're a real one. A real one. Yes. Well, whenever you make somebody really mad, just anybody, I think a, a lot of the times it's like you can get some insight into their childhood, kind of. Like, oh, that's their trigger. That's where the trauma is. Yes. That's where the trauma is. I see the I trauma. See, I see I see you. I see your trauma. And also, like, my whole friend group is pretty much comedians, so kind of we have, like, similar buttons. Sometimes. Right, <laughs> similar childhoods, <laughs> and and minimal feelings. Robot. Hey, speaking of robots, did did, you, did this city name a hospital and trauma center after Mark Zuckerberg? Uh huh. Well, what? they didn't. The city didn't. What what happened was what happened was there was a hospital there, and then Mark Zuckerberg became a billionaire, and he's like, you know what, I'm buying this hospital. And, Putting my name on it. Isn't, isn't, isn't that what happened? Is that what happened? He sponsored the hospital? Yes. He gave a couple million dollars or a billion, some ridiculous amount of money, and they built a new wing, and so they renamed it after him. I, I rode by it on the bus today, and it's the Zuckerberg General Hospital and Trauma Center. They have a, Which, um, like a mental ward wing. For all the trauma that people experience on Facebook, I'm thinking it's Facebook related. Yeah, I think uh, I think at one time or another, if you're on social media, and if you've been on it for years, at one point or another, you went a little crazy because of social media. That's my theory. Yeah, I agree. Michael, have you ever like, you know, on in on any uh, social media, have you ever like sent a DM to like a hot woman or something that you kind of like regret or something no I, I don't i don't slide into dms you don't I, I try to i try to just like sit back and watch the social media i i don't 
I don't like engaging because it it's it's uh it's toxic. Yeah. But it's a fun show. It's a fun show to watch. Dude, over quarant I never DM'd people either. Like just cuz I'm a little bit shy in real life and I'm I'm a little bit shy on social media too. But over quarantine, like lockdown, I was in San Francisco and we like, we took a, we took lockdown very seriously. We're like no one's leaving the house, you know. I don't know if the rest of the country Portland's probably kind yeah, of Port- yeah, Portland is definitely like that. Took it very seriously. So I was like locked in my room for several months and I just I don't know wh- how it began, but like I I DM'd one woman and I DM'd another and I DM'd another. And like over the course of the quarantine I just kept on like DMing these hot women. I didn't even realize it was like a behavior I was doing, but when I scroll back in my DMs now and go it's like, man, there's like all these hot chicks I was DMing. I, I was kinda... it was it the bots that friended you and they don't have any friends and you're like, oh, they friend they must like me. No, it was it would just be like it was real people. It would be like real people. Did they write back? Sometimes they would, but they're always weirded out. It was like people I didn't know in person, you know. People do that to me all the time. People will write me messages I've never met and it'll be like, "What's up? How you doing?" And I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" Can you I don't f- know you. It's it's a little bit hard to like get in someone's head, you know, like if someone's talking to you in person, that's one thing, but if someone's texting you, it's hard to, you know, sense sarcasm and stuff, you know. So, here. Sarcasm does not translate well via text message. Yeah, but like do you think like horny horny does? <laughs> does that translate? I think any any time sliding into someone's DMs, it just looks horny. It is. It's very. It's very. I mean, just like the term "sliding into a DM," slipping and stealthing into your DMs. It just. It sounds. It sounds nice, you know. <laughs> it sounds like it feels good. It sounds desperate. It. It is. But desperate. I mean, during lockdown, everyone was desperate. Everyone was desperate, thirsty, hungry, horny, Dude, exhausted. I, I. I went through a whole. You know, I felt like fucking Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now. Where they're listening at the beginning scene where he's just like spazzing out in his bedroom. And he's listening to The Doors. Oh, uh, yeah. Seen that movie? Yep. That's a, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's a classic. The, the horror. Did you read that book? No. We read it. But I assume school. that the book is better because that's what everyone always says. Well, you know what I say about that? Like, yeah, the book may be better than the movie, but the totem pole better than the book. <laughs> you know, because totem poles tell stories too. That's that's true. Dude, my one of my favorite Kanye West lyrics is like, uh, like I used to be at the bottom of the totem. Now look at me, everybody on my scrotum, or something like that. <laughs> Kanye is crazy. That guy, he has funny rhyming lyrics. <laughs> Scoopity poop indeed. That, that's a good Kanye lyric. Yeah, that's an actual lyric that he, he published. Scoopity poop. You know the story behind the Scoopity poop song? It's some kind of beef with another rapper, right? Yeah, it's like he, he Kanye make you know Kanye makes all these beats and he made this weird beat. And Drake was like, I want this beat. Can I have it? And like, 
Kanye was like, mm, okay, fine, I'll give you this beat. So he gave him the beat, and then the, the next day or whatever, before Drake could like put his own verse on it, he just like, you know, trolled him and and made the scoopty poop song on the beat that he gave him. And I guess that in that that just like was an upsetting thing to do, Drake. But maybe bullying Drake is like. That sounds like fun. I'm for it. He's he's bullyable. He's doing he's doing great. That's uh that's definitely punching up. Yeah. Yeah. Famous people. <laughs> Have you ever met any famous people, Michael Phelps? When I when I was a child, I I met uh, Dan Quayle. Is that uh? He was the, the actor. He was the vice president at the time, or he was. He was running for vice president, or he was vice president. He was vice president with George Bush. Yes, with he the was first vice one. president. He was vice president. Everyone the made fun one. of him for being dumb, but he wasn't dumb. He was just. He was, but he was good looking, and maybe that's why he was on the ticket. He was young. Well, he he gave me a cookie, and uh, and I threw it on the ground. Oh. He did not respect Dan Quayle. No. That's very Portland of you. Yes. How could you not know who Dan Quayle was? I thought you were talking about like Randy Quaid. Oh yeah, it's a very different person. I feel like they're probably both Republicans. I think, yeah. I can't keep up with that. That Randy Quaid kind of went off the deep end. But, uh, but yeah, so the reason why I don't know who Dan Quayle is is because born in 94. Oh yeah. He was out of office, so you just... It doesn't matter. You're born into the Clinton era. I was born in the Clinton era. Wow. Dude, and I tell I like to tell people I've been doing comedy for like kind of a long time for my age. I, I'd like to tell people I started doing comedy during the Obama administration. It's true. Yeah, it's a good flex. That is good. Simpler times. When did you start doing comedy, Michael? Uh, 2017. I'm better than you. Yeah, probably. No, I'm I'm kidding, dude. Actually, when I saw you a few days ago at OMG, I thought you said something on stage where you're like, "Yeah, I'm from Portland or whatever," and I was, I could just tell you were good. I was like, "Oh, that guy's pretty good." Hey, same man. I could tell you're pretty good at the crappy open mic. I I love a shitty open mic. It's one of my favorite places to perform comedy because it's just, okay, nothing's going to happen here that's good. You could do your best material and it will bomb. So it's just a good place to fuck around and like riff and talk about the route, talk to some people, take some questions. Have you ever met Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps? No, I have not. Is that a life goal that you want to achieve? No, I, don't, I think that guy's a hack. I don't think he has any funny jokes. The, and, the, and he has multiple DUIs. Like, really? does he? Oh yeah. I wonder. I wonder if. Uh... Which like with that with gold medal money, couldn't you just take a lift? Like, why is he driving? <laughs> Dude, for real. I, I wanna. I kind of want to rip a bong with Michael Phillips, the swimmer. <laughs> or Michael Phelps, the comedian. I mean, I got to put my money where my mouth is. I don't know. See, okay, so my thing with with 
bongs is a lot of times I'll do like a baby a baby rip. Like I don't I don't really like full full on rip it. So if if I do take a baby rip, don't make fun of me. Oh, I I, I can barely handle a baby rip. You're not the you're not big ass weed head. No, man, it's like a it's like an off button for me, dude. Okay, no no peer pressure. You don't have to hit this. Thank you. I think I'm gonna do baby rip though. Do it. I I support everyone and their whatever, regardless of the size of rips. Luke Moore hitting the bong live on the radio. It was like a Lil Wayne song. You know, caught it on the mic. Good. Okay. So, uh, dude, how was Milk Bar for you last night? How did it treat you? Milk Bar. We did comedy at Milk Bar. Yes. The show was fantastic. And then I stayed there far too long. Me too. And hung out during trivia. And then. There's stayed. trivia afterwards? There's trivia. Uh, oh, I kind of participated in mostly was just drinking and talking to other comics and then the open mic the the bucket list thing right um it was good at the beginning but by the time I got on stage I was I was quite drunk and there was no one in the audience me too dude I kind of drank too much I was going up to people and kind of like pretend punching them in the gut like I was acting like my how my uncle would treat me when I was like a, a five year old. You know, I he'd just go up to me and go, <laughs> you know, just like when how you play with Fake like a, punch. a little boy. Yeah, so I just like, I was that type of drunk where I was just going up to everybody. I was going up to like Pete and like Dro. I was just going, <laughs> like just acting like a drunk drunk uncle. Did you close down the bar? Were you there till two? I I was reluctantly there to the very very end. Nice, dude. Because commitment, freaking dude. I hate giving pe people rides, dude. I have a car, and that's you know kind of kind of rare One here. Of the comics with a car, and like I took freaking the other Luke to, uh, to freaking milk bar, and then I had to wait on him to finish a chess game. So I just waited for like hours after. Wait, was that the same chess game? Uh, I don't think that they had been playing it at the Asiento show, but uh -huh. I'm sure they started a new game. One of the comics likes to believe that he's, I guess, the smartest person alive and wants to show everybody all the time. So he's annoyingly bringing and doing chess games. During, it's fine when they're in the back of the room. I honestly don't care. But if you're in the eyeline, eyesight of somebody on stage, now, if I see it and it happens to me, I will choke that person with a chess piece or I will yank the board away if it's anywhere near me on stage because I find it so incredibly disrespectful Wait, to so do to somebody's jokes. This guy's trying to prove that he's smart simply I mean, by playing chess? I guess. What else would be the point of doing that in public unless you were wagging around your big smart dick like, look how smart I am. I play chess wherever I go. That's a weird flex. Dude, so would it be well, like, yes. would it be less douchey if it was like Connect Four? 
Connect 5? Well, whatever. Connect 4, Connect 5 would make too much noise. It'd, be, it'd go katink, katink, and that would be super annoying. Magic the Gathering, also super annoying. I mean, I play that game, but I would never play it in front of someone on stage. Yeah, it's weird <laughs> to be playing a game when someone's performing. Right? Well, sometimes it's fun to, like, multitask. Like, this past couple of days, I've been watching some playoff baseball and just with my bass guitar in my lap and just, like, fiddling with my bass guitar for, like, hours just, like, while watching baseball games. Like, kind of not even really watching the baseball game, but just kind of, like, fiddling, you know? And it's... Oh, especially with just, like, a little hit of weed. I'm just fiddling with my bass watching an entire baseball game. Ah, oh, dude, I love being unemployed. <laughs> yeah, I like to bring crocheting needles to the movie theater. <laughs> You could do that. I mean, it'd be too dark. But I mean, that, that's, that's, that's plausible. That's plausible to do. This, that's the challenge. It's in the dark. It's too easy when you can see it. Dude, I'm going to go to freaking Venom 2. I don't know. What, what's like, or, or Adam's Family 2, dude. You know, Adam's Family 2 is in theaters right now. Oh, it is. Yeah. Seems like a good movie to knit a scarf to. Yeah, you know the movie I'm talking about, right? It's like animated. Oh, it's animated? It's animated Adam's Family, too. Is that what it's called? Yeah. means they don't have to pay as much for the actors. Did you ever watch Monsters? I think I've seen an episode. Did you ever watch Leave it to Beaver? No, but my father did. Shout out to Tom Phelps. Loves Leave it to Beaver. I think it's his favorite show of all time. Um, I really liked Leave it to Beaver. Who was the rascal in Leave it to Beaver? Eddie Haskell. Eddie Haskell. It rhymes with rascal. My mom would always call my, you know, depending on, you know, whatever friend, like, my if I brought a home, like, a sketchy friend, you know, who's, like, real polite to her, you know, and, like, yes, ma'am, hello. Hello, Mrs. Moore. Hi. And then, like, then we kind of do shenanigans and kind of, like, you know, TP houses or whatever, like, you call that friend uh, Eddie Haskell. As Eddie Haskell, the... Rascal, rascal. The rascal himself. <laughs> Did you do a lot of TPing as a kid? Um, yeah, like maybe one or two houses. Nice. Yeah, I can th I can think of two. It was a fun activity. Yeah, it's very Why juvenile. Why is it that young men find it so appealing to just wreak havoc on their entire neighborhood? Dude, I did some bad things, man. I did some spray paint. I did a lot of uh, water ballooning cars, which for some reason, it's so fun. I don't know why. It would still be fun today, but I can't do that as a grown-ass man. Yeah, you get... Just throwing yeah. water balloons at moving cars? Well, what, what, what was your escape strategy as a kid? How would you get away with it? Did you get caught? Because you could still do that as an adult, just as long as you don't get caught, you'd be good. Yes, we would we would just uh, hide in out of sight locations and throw the water balloons at the cars. Okay, like behind a bush or something. Yeah, dude. I'm... So the, they didn't know where it came from, but it definitely disrupted traffic. That's a little dangerous, huh? Yeah, we'd also like put clear tape just across entire streets. I did that. And just wait for cars to, like, go up and stop at it? Yeah, and then stop, and then throw water balloons at them. Oh, I never comboed it with 
water balloon. Water balloonism. It was, it was very rude. Yeah, it's pretty rude. I was a rude boy myself. Yeah. Come on, rude, rude boy. Can you get it up? Come on, rude, rude boy. Is you big enough? Take it, take it, baby, baby. Take it, take it. Love me, love me. Rihanna. R rude boy. All right, uh. Now, uh. Oh, you sing a song. You, are you a karaoke head? Um. I used to be. Pam used to be. She still is. Yeah, I can't, karaoke's fun. It's, uh. It's like, I'm, I'm embarrassed uh, about it, but I do like it. But, you know, you, like, you want to pick a right song, you know, you kind of want to pick a song with, like, that's a kind of crowd-pleasing, but also kind of, like, iron, ironic a little bit, so you're, like, you know, in on the joke or whatever. Yeah, my go-to is uh, Piano Man. Damn, dude. And I tell everyone that to sing along and then shout out to the bartender. Yeah, that sounds like a... A crowd pleaser. It's right a there. crowd pleaser. People get people get down with it. Yeah, I haven't really found. I I I'll do um I'll do the reason by Hoopastank. That kind of <laughs> dude. That brings you won't believe. Hoopastank. You won't believe how Hoopastank brings the room together. You would you you would under underestimate it. How 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 well that song does. How did they settle on that band name? They're like yeah, Hoobastank. We'll go with that. Yeah, what is the synth the the syntax of that, or what's the word like the uh, etymology rather, the etymology of like uh, the history of the of of Hoobastank? Hoobastank. Is it a, a mashup of like you know what is who? Like I'm 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 stumped on the first three letters. I think it's Norwegian. I think I think that might be it, dude. For five cool guys. Yeah. <laughs> Hoobastank. It kind of does sound kind of Swedish yeah. or something. Norwegian. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, I, th I think we dispelled that myth. Yeah, Hoobastank, get at us and let us know that we're right. Please. I've been crawling in the dark looking for the answers. Is that one of those songs? I've been crawling in the dark. Yeah, see, because it's dark up in northern Norway. Do, 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 do. So, like, how many people are in your Airbnb, Michael? Um, we have... Because Jaren just left. Jaren just left, yes. Uh, we've got Imani, AC, Ijinx, Courtenay... Dahlia and Cole. Man, that's more people than I would have guessed. Yeah, I've been sleeping on a couch. It's been great. Good. Anybody on the floor? No one's been on the floor. Everyone's had a uh, a raised place to sleep. Dude, okay, so if you have to sleep on the floor, I heard like people who like whose backs hurt, like it kind of helps them to sleep on the floor. I've once. heard that as well. I don't know. I don't understand. Well, I think you would have to sleep on your back. You couldn't sleep on your side and, you know, I guess you could sleep on your belly, but you might, you know. That, that, that's not a good look face down on the floor. 
<laughs> that isn't like if you walked in, if you open a door and saw someone sleeping like that, you would jump on them and like flip them over and like CPR. Like, like, yeah, I would assume they're dead. <laughs> Dude, it'd like ah! you'd be like. That would not be a pretty sight, dude. Especially if they're in like a red blanket or something. I mean, generally when people are asleep on the floor, I assume something's something's gone wrong. Yeah, dude, for real. Not even a couch, the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that's foul play right there. Even if you just flou foul played yourself, you foul plowed. Foul, that's a yeah. Someone on the floor. Twister. If someone's asleep on the floor, they didn't go to sleep. They definitely passed out. Can there be like can if like cops come to a a crime scene and see you know someone like face down, whatever belly down, would they say? You know they say like foul play is not suspected or whatever. Like foul play, uh -huh. or is that the news that says that foul play? Can 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 somebody foul play themselves? Can you like foul play is suspected? This guy just like was fouling around and he fell asleep on the floor. Yeah, he was playing with some chickens. No one did it to him, but he did it to himself. But it is foul play. That break the definition. I think foul play is when you're hanging out with chickens. Oh. <laughs> I didn't get that the first time you said that. Dude, I wouldn't want to play some chickens, man. They're kind of freaky. They're talons, bro. Yeah, they're in their little gobbler neck things, and they're always moving their heads weird. They're, the weird look in their eyes. A chicken. I think it's fear. They're they're just scared because they're chicken? Well, yeah, they're they're made to be food. They literally serve no other purpose. Except for producing food and being food. And do you think like they're worried about that? I think they are. I think they know. Like there's generational trauma in chickens where they're just like, Yeah, my dad was food. My Dude. dad's dad was food and his dad was food. So I'm pretty sure based on the history, I'm gonna be food. You know, like they but you know, they might have bird brains. On one hand, they do have bird brains. So, you know, who knows? But 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 to combat that, birds have been here for a long time. Yes, like, you know they used to be T Rex and stuff. Right now, so that's a lot of time to develop a brain. Like, I don't know, and like you know, like parrots can like speak English and shit. Right, that's a different bird than a chicken, but. Yeah, we don't eat parrots. Because they can talk. Because they can talk. And I heard, like, there's a... Have you heard of the gray parrot? No. So the gray parrot is just this specific species or whatever of parrot that's gray. And it can, like, identify itself in a mirror. It can, you know, has, like, really high language skills. Like, it can speak, like, really well. It's, like, one of the most intelligent animals. And it's, like, what's the word? Self-conscious? It's like, if it recognizes itself in a mirror, yeah, like there, there's like three that's a smart bird. There's three tests that animals can't pass usually, which is like, see yourself in a mirror, recognize. Yeah, I forget the three the three things. I'm not very sciencey, but there's like three tests, and like, you know, a dolphin can pass two of them, and like this parrot can pass 
you know. Oh, dolphins in the future. Dude. Because when everything's underwater, dolphins are going to take over. That, that, yeah, dude. Like, if, uh, if, uh, there's some apocalyptic event where humans get kind of wiped out, um, then you, you think dolphins. Dolphins. Dolphins are going to, for sure, evolve and make, make an iPhone eventually. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be truly waterproof. And they'll be like, they'll like have like pop stars and like presidents and wear clothes and like drive vehicles and make machines yeah because they don't have thumbs well then you know you might evolve with them you know that some evolution theories say that like humans are, are going to lose their fingers over time oh, i hope not or like they're going to combine into like just the webs three big fingers it's going to make your base plan hard to do well you know my fingers are so like skinny and like it's it's hard to play bass because you really got to go are you an instrument guy? Yeah, yeah. You're musical? I play music. There's, you probably are good at karaoke then. Yeah. I don't want to see you play, do some Billy Joel, dude. There's some good karaoke places around here in this city. Oh, yeah? This, the city of San Francisco has places that are good for karaoke. That's, that's not surprising. <laughs> Just for the record. <laughs> you mean one of the biggest cities in the country has karaoke... <laughs> Good places. At good places. But no jewel pods. No jewel pods for for Phelps over here. Gotta go to Oakland. Okay, I that went was to Oakland. I told you this last night, but I was like driving around like right near my house in downtown Oakland yesterday. Just like zoning out and I saw Michael Phelps from Portland. Oh yeah, that's right. I saw him on the sidewalk, and I was just kind of like double-taking, like, that's him. That's him. But I had to mail some packages and go to the post office and stuff. I was just, I was just there for the jewel pods, baby. Just traveling for jewel pods. Yeah, a nice, a nice BART ride walking around Oakland. Dude, I love it like, when I see people. I know. like I saw Pam the other day on our uh, scooter. I told you that, though, but... I was uh, driving in the Tenderloin, like, during the day, like, I can't remember what time, but the sun was out. Did I look cool? You had a great, you were kind of like, slight smile, and you're like, chin was up, and you're like, going away on your scooter, I'm like. Can anyone really look cool on a scooter? Well, it's a child's <laughs> plaything scooter. It's not like one of those dumb scooters. Oh, it's not the e-scooter? No, no, the... it's like a child's razor scooter that I ride for transportation sometimes. Oh, that's even cooler. Yeah, are you being facetious? <laughs> I'd say Pam looked uh, palatial and like distinguished and like uh, enlightened, kind of like very proud and like almost George Washington esque <laughs> on on the Delaware, you know, crossing the Delaware. Those are all fun and games until you hit a pebble. Oh, I know how to fall. I used to skateboard. You roll with the shoulder. Ah. I know how to. I know how to fall. It's fine. I'm. I try to stay vigilant when I'm on any vehicle in any fashion. Seems like a dangerous town for a razor scooter. Well, There's a lot of hills. Yeah, you walk. You walk up the hills, or I mean, I'm always in the mission. It's flat. Ah. It's always flat and sometimes sunny. 
mission district. <laughs> We've been walking around. It's lovely. They should change it to the scooter district. <laughs> or the skateboard district. <laughs> there's a lot, there's a big scooter army, big skateboard army. There's a lot of motorcycle gangs. Oh yeah. Popping wheelies all over town. Have you? Have you seen that since you've been here? Yeah. No helmets. <gasps> no help. They're I know they're flying by the seat of their scooters. Yeah, they're crazy kids. Yeah, think I think they're gonna live forever. Where you're staying, like in Bayview-ish area, I think there's a lot of like motorcycle gangs and like cool car gangs. Because I used to work by there, and yeah, there'd be like big meetups of like Fast and Furious type meetups with cars and like motorcycle. It's really cool. It's also yeah. There's also a lot of what are these cars driving around with all the sensors on them? I used to do that job. That what, was my old job. What is that? It's a self-driving car. It's it is a self-driving car. It, yeah, my job was I would drive those, and then when it would mess up, I would take over and then drop an audio comment. Uh, That's a job. Yeah. How do you get that? That's an that's the easiest job in the world. You're just the it driver was. of a self-driving car that doesn't have a destination. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it just randomly goes places. <laughs> it was. That is amazing. And it paid. It pay well. It paid really well. How do you get that job? Um, I mean, I could, I could tell you. And there's a few different companies, but if you apply to like more than one company, you, you could get a job like 100. percent And they do it in different cities, but I think probably not to the extent that they do it here. With like there being like four or five or six companies that do it. Yeah, I see. I see them everywhere it's a pretty good gig i it drove me nuts at the same time it drove it me nuts drove you nuts it drove, me, uh. <laughs> it drove me nuts it just to be in a car all day alone with your thoughts for like eight hours you know and driving is stressful kind of but you're not driving the car is yeah i guess so but you have to pay attention like really hard and it messes up because it, it, it it's you're in con it it's the beta version yeah, I mean, we're trying to improve it. Hey, it's the coffee guy. Charging his jewel. They don't sell the pods. Dude, I, on a, on a serious note, kind of, I, they're like a, a legalizing, uh, they're banning like the, the candy flavored one, the, the flavored Jewel, uh, some vapes, uh -huh. jewels, and everybody like in my peer group was like against it. Like, hey, why are they banning these? But I thought that it made sense that they ban them because I was like a substitute teacher, and like, uh, oh, the children are jeweling their faces off. They would jewel, and then they ban, they ban the the flavored ones. Uh huh. And then I, I just I didn't see them anymore after that. So I'm like, nah, maybe that's good that the kids are not doing it. Yeah, it's it's that's a problem. Yeah, the, I mean, I was like, kids are dumb. A couple of years ago, I was at the uh, Oregon Country Fair, and yeah, so just like children vaping and like passing vapes back and forth, and I was like, you're like maybe ten years old. That is insane. Yeah, like they just don't give a shit. But it's kind of because they're they're so dumb that they don't even. Can't give a shit, but the, you know, shit's addicting, so it's just, you know, you gotta, we gotta worry about the kids, you know, and that's important. Yeah, I'm fine with banning the candy flavored. 
but just the like the tobacco for adults because I don't even like the candy flavors. I just want it to taste. That like, surprises me. I want it to taste like it tastes bad. I didn't know that they're like that banned here. I don't, it's San Francisco City only, and we voted on it. And it's actually kind of a racist law because it also shut down all the Nargila, um, the hookup places. There were a bu- there were a bunch of places in the city, in the Tenderloin and other places where they they had they had hookahs, you know, and flavored tobacco. They outlawed it in the city, so all those businesses were targeted and shut down. And then menthol cigarettes aren't sold either, which is predominantly uh, an African American kind of thing. The menthol. And so a lot of people said that it was just a racist-targeted law. Yeah. But then also the kids. They, they scapegoat on the kids. I really They're didn't like, know. It's for the children. It's for the children. But it shut down a lot of small businesses in the city. Well, I wonder if... You know how, like, California is, like, taxes Coke? You know, if you buy a Coke, if you buy a soft drink, they, like, tax the shit out of that and... You know, there's a sugar tax and all that. And, like, in New York, they do similar things. Like, they ban, like, ex- extra large cups. That's fast food place. Whatever, like, and, you know, fast food gets taxed because it's unhealthy. Just, like, but it's I just want... cheap. So, what what is the thinking behind that? Is, like, how is that? Is, is it... Are they going to save money on, like, health health care cost or whatever like it's like less people gonna be in the hospital because of banning these things what's the logic anyway well that doesn't even add up because like the government barely pays for anyone's health care good point i was thinking that when i was saying that when i was saying this but yeah it's just a it's just a poor tax it's like hey you're poor but why are they banned why why do they ban that in the city why'd they ban all the because it makes people feel good to think that they're being good people by banning bad they, things. You think it's like virtue signaling? Yes. Like, oh, That's I'm not... what the entire, like, world is now. It's just like, oh, we're going to pretend to be good people by banning things. Like, it's just like a bunch of, like, uh, elite, you know, white politicians who are like, hmm, I'm not into menthol cigarettes. We can ban those because I don't do them. It'll make us look like we care about the people if we ban them. Well, I didn't care about the sugar tax. I don't drink soda. I don't get. I don't care. I don't drink. I mean, I I drink juice or water, sparkle water, but I don't. I don't drink soda, so it just didn't even affect me. I'm like, eh, whatevs. Yeah, I've I've been cutting back on my sodas, but I was I drink Coke like every single day as a kid. Huh. Oh yeah. I just I just don't see why you should be taxing soda pop just indiscriminately because it. If people want to drink it, just let them drink it. Don't try to, to make them not drink it by making them pay more. Just that a just... way to make money. It's just a new tax. It's the same thing as like it's the same thing as in Seattle. They have the sin tax, they call it. And that's funny because it's not S Y N T A X. It's actually the S I N T A X. And their alcohol costs ridiculous amounts of money in Washington. Because it's a sin tax. And they do the same thing with marijuana. Because they're like, right. you're going to be bad. You're going to do it anyway. We're going to make money off you. That simple. Hmm. Yeah, maybe if Portland did that, they could fill in some of the potholes in the roads. Maybe it would be a good... A pot, a pothole tax. <gasps> uh. <laughs> oh. That's got a whole lot of other problems. 
Portland almost sounds like shorthand for pothole land. A lot of potholes. There was someone a few years back that planted pot plants in the potholes. <laughs> it was very clever. <laughs> the plants didn't last, though, because, you know, the cars... Dude, uh, Michael, have you been up on this Bernal Heights Park, this big hill behind us? No. It's a it cool? cool spot, dude. We, we might want to run up there. If you're down for, like, you know, a somewhat hiking activity. Yeah. Then I think it's a pretty cool view. It's even better at night on a clear day. But it's it's a clear day, so it'll be great if you want to go do that. Yeah, that sounds fun. We could hold hands and frolic. Uh, up the hills. Just two long-haired West Coast dudes <laughs> frolicking up a hill in San Francisco. Dude. I... Sounds like a Jack Kerouac novel. We're going to look like some Lord of the Rings situation, but... Yeah, really tall hobbits. Yeah, tall hobbits. <laughs> uh, Pre-post-production. Pre yeah, they'll they'll shrink us in post. Have you seen the? Yeah, that's that's weird footage. The Lord of the Rings footage where Elijah Wood is like not shrunken, or Sean Astin is not shrunken yet. You know? Oh, I haven't seen that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, they're all like they're, they're tall hobbits. They're they're tall hobbits. It's like it's literally what I said. It's like before the post production thing. Yeah, that, that's that's some pretty good surreal. Dude, those Lord of the Rings movies. I didn't really like them that much, but compared to everybody else, but. They're so surreal, and I love the way the orcs look. It was like definitely good, like costume design. Those oh, fucking movies! Oh yeah, they're horrendous. They just—they look very. The orcs—they always look congested. <laughs> well, they, none of them have like a calm-looking face. They're all like. <laughs> just like hold that face. And it seems like their their sinuses are just holes in their head. They don't really have noses. Dude, I think those are kids who vaped and they grew up. <laughs> yep. Who's on next, Pam? Is it like Tony? Uh, well, it's supposed to be Scott Capro, but I don't know if he's gonna show up or not. We'll see. And Andy Owancio out of Seattle was gonna do a cool hey. thing, but but uh, they decided to cancel last minute because the ticket sales were so dismal, oh. and they were like, well. Buy, got, yeah. buy some tickets yeah. to the Mutiny Comedy, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yeah. It's a good time. It really will be. I mean, one of the ladies already emailed me, and she was like, I've always wanted to see Scott Capro, and now I get to see him. She's like, I'm always in the back row. And there's gonna, there's like 16 tickets sold, so you, I mean, we might all get to make out with him. Like, who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, it's there's exciting. No one. We can play spin the bottle as a group. I have no idea what's gonna happen tonight, and I'm, you know... It's going to be It's going to be gonna funny. Happen. It's going to be funny though. It'll for be funny. it's going to be hilarious. It'll be hilarious. Buy some tickets. Yeah, buy some tickets. I mean everyone on the lineup's really great. I don't want to I'm not I shouldn't be hijacking your show, Luke. I'm sorry. It's all, nah, it's, all dude. it's all it's all Luke. Pam, I'm chilling, bro. Okay. Yeah, chilling this... in an A's hat. I dig it. Dude. They didn't make the playoffs, they did they? They didn't. They were supposed to, but they just like mm. lost like 14 games in a row to Seattle, like yeah, Seattle, yeah. like swept them three times this. Oh, Seattle's not even good. 
but Dude, they, they're they have not. A, but they have they, a long-time rivalry with the Mariners, don't they? The it's a rival now. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. They, they, they play each other a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Seattle. Baseball. Well, they haven't made the playoffs since they won a ton of games. Yeah, I think Seattle. They like set the record for the most wins in a season. Was that when Randy Wynn was playing for them? <laughs> Who's Randy Wynn? He played on the Mariners, and then he played for the Giants. But it was a long time ago he played on the Mariners. He Is he retired Vietnamese? From... No, he's black. Randy Wynn, you don't know who that is? Oh. No. He played on the Mariners and then the Giants, and now he talks on the sports, on the TV, on the sports. I went to high school with him, so I always sort of follow him. Okay. Because we graduated the same year. Did you go to high school with anybody famous, Michael Phelps? Um, I went to high school with this guy, Sam Lansky who is now like an editor for Time Magazine. Oh. And had a uh, New York Times like best-selling book. What? That That's was cool. It was his memoir. <gasps> and he's your age? Yeah. Who the fuck writes a memoir at 30? The pretentiousness he, uh, on the, the balls on that guy. He 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 had a hard stint with the the drugs and the booze. Oh. And wrote a whole I think it I wish Go I could remember Alice. the name of, mm-hmm. of the book, but uh, yeah, it was just his like experience being wasted for years. Looking sweet. All right. White Boy Wasted. Oh, is, yeah. Is that the name of the book? <laughs> <laughs> it, it could have been. Dude, that's what, maybe I'll like write a book about my drinking habits dating back to teenage hood and call it White Boy Wasted. Yeah, if only I could remember all of them. Uh, yeah, I need to write them down before. I'm, I'm start. They're already slipping through the the cracks. I, did, I used to do some crazy stuff, just being a hooligan, you know. Could just name it Blackout and just sell a book with a bunch of blank pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, what, what I don't I'm... perceive you as a person that drinks excessively. I don't ever think I've seen you out of like fucking off your gourd, out of control. I. I get a little bit out of control sometimes, and huh. but I think I am tapering it off. I'm mainly just thinking of like when I was a teenager in high school. Like I would drink and drink before I go to class and drink like I may have drank during class. I think I I usually wouldn't bring it inside, but I would like do shots in the morning and stuff. It was just when I was like a teenager, I was like nothing better to do. We used to there's a an abandoned like big building in downtown Midland, Texas. Like there's two, there's two really you know, not skyscrapers skyscrapers but you know, ten plus story buildings that were fully abandoned and like we would kind of break into the there and like spray paint on the walls and we would like try to run through the walls kick you know break windows uh and you know we'd be like drinking the whole time but that was, that was so fun dude being like drunk as fuck 16 year old in a abandoned office building that hadn't been open since like the 80s super dangerous somebody could have fallen through the somebody did die oh my god not one of my friends or anything but somebody some kid broke in and like fell down the elevator shaft <gasps> oh it's like a horror movie yeah it it's, it was pretty creepy i mean that was that was part of the appeal is that it was like pretty creepy it was fully fully creepy you know i i'm not i don't believe in ghosts but like i'm afraid of ghosts you know what i mean 
You're a genius. But one time I did kind of have a kind of a ghost encounter. Finally, I, you know, and I kind of like wonder if I'd ever have one. And it was in San Francisco. I was doing like laundry delivery. As in an old building, like maybe North Beach or something. It's an old building and an old elevator. And like, it was just real strange. Like, you know, the elevator, the old elevator has like a, a metal contraption that kind of slides, you uh -huh. know, and there's I another door. Yeah. It's like these weird, like, you know, mm -hmm. so I'm in it. And I'm just like taking a video of it um, just because it's the weird doors. I'm like brand new to San Francisco. And then there's a knocking at the door. There's like a window, so I could, there's nothing I could see, but there's a knocking, just undeniable knocking. And I somehow lost this video, but it was a very interesting video. I actually caught like a, you know, my only kind of ghost encounter on a video. Wow. And I fucking lost it. I think maybe somehow I can find it, but, um, yeah, that was, wanna, that was creepy. I want to see that video. I need to find it. It's it's stupid to bring it it's, up if I don't have it. It seems like something that you should keep. It, okay, here's the thing. I finally caught a ghost on video. I know. But I don't have the video. I'm, I sound like a guy who got abducted by a UFO, but... Um, I mean, uh, what it was is like I posted it on my Snapchat story, and oh. then that shit goes away in 24 hours, and I somehow didn't downloads you can kind of save the video i somehow didn't do that i think i was just like busy i was like working all these jobs i was in san francisco i was kind of like overstimulated i was like i don't know but you nobody is this a good alibi or no anyway. no one no one would believe you anyway it's the same thing as you said the aliens i've seen the videos of the little gray guy like he's out the window and it's a person in texas and they're filming it and his little head goes boop and I'm like, ah, that's an alien. And everyone goes, oh, that's totally faked. Of course it's faked. And I'm like, no, I, I, I saw it. And I was like, that's fucking real. Um, and I'm sure I would believe your video as well. But I'm sure other people would just say, yeah, he had someone knocking on the outside or whatever. You know, I've, I've got a theory that, that almost every alien abduction story can be boiled down to uh, the person was sleepwalking. Oh, that all the alien abductions are just people with sleep disorders. Fair. Dude, the mind is so powerful. Like, especially when you look at what you can do with your dreams and your subconscious mind. Yes. It's, it's otherworldly powerful. So that is And if really you good... believe it, uh -huh. and then you're telling people the story, like, they believe that they were abducted, and they, like, know that it's true... But I think they were just uh, asleep. And I mean, they, they saw it with their own eyes. Yeah. That, and that really makes you wonder about just like uh, the objectivity of reality and just kind of how it's just kind of we have a shared reality, but then there's also like we each have our own little cut off reality. It's really like mind boggling to think about because people do people, but wait, but. Do people really think they got abducted by aliens or are they something like a narcissistic personality disorder where they're just like fucking lying and they're kind huh. of like no no empathy or some shit I like that? I they, think they need to believe that they were abducted by aliens because it makes them feel important. They're like, I was chosen by the aliens. 
Yeah, there is there, it, there is kind of that element to it. It gives like some significance to their existence, when in reality, like no one actually matters. See that I, that I could met be narcissism. The aliens, though, I met the aliens when I did DMT that one time, <laughs> and and I felt like they were they were real, and I know it was in my head, but they were they were fucking real, and they were talking to me. And they were showing me things, and they were like, come with us on the alien ship. And I was like, I don't want to go. And they're like, no, 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 come with us. Everything that you believe is a total construct, we're going to take you. It's going to be great. And I was like, fuck you, not getting on the ship. And we had like a whole conversation, and then I kind of came out of it. And I was like, yeah, I talked just to talk to the aliens. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm way too scared to do that. It's awful. I don't, I don't, okay. I don't recommend it. Unless, unless you're really, really together. 